Welcome along to this special edition of the Beyond Alpha podcast. My name is Carl Walkinshaw and I am with my partner, Lindsay Cat. Uh, how are you doing, Lindsay? Good, thank you. I thought we'd jump on, look, let's get straight to the point because this is a special one. It's the 16th of March. It's uh, 2020. It's uh, 20 past eight in the afternoon, in the evening rather. And um, we've just had that. About three hours ago, we had the press conference from Boris Johnson. And basically, the whole country's now in a state of what's being called social distancing, which basically means you can't go to the pub, you shouldn't be going to the shops unless absolutely essential, and all kind of gatherings are um, not places where you want to be. And um, it's not mandatory because what was interesting, Linz, I don't know whether you saw this, but um, about an hour ago, the French prime minister came on and said that it's mandatory. Like our prime minister comes on and says, do you know what? Um, even if you have no symptoms, you should, symptoms, you should work at home um, where possible and avoid social venues. And then the French prime minister comes on and says, no, no, no. No one is allowed, like it's mandatory. They're going to bring in the army and stop people if they, if they go out um, to try and contain this coronavirus. So we are in bizarre, interesting times. We're doing this on Zoom. You're in your house. I'm in my house. I'm thinking, how do I get to your house? Do I get to your house? Does that count as, um, you know, travel that's legitimate? So all these thoughts going on, and I suppose there's lots of other people with a similar kind of, crisis thinking going on in their heads never been in this situation before mm. and and what what's kind of your reaction Linz? I mean where are you with this whole thing what's going on in your world have you because you presumably you you work a lot from home anyway so it's not going to well, entirely from home. yeah so the impact's going to be less I guess but are your clients bringing this stuff to you yeah um what I'm noticing is what isn't happening for me personally and what I'm hearing from the two clients that I just had interactions with is it's not so much the virus that we are talking about. It's not fear of getting the virus that I'm hearing a lot about. It's more to do with how am I going to exist? A dog eat dog culture. Do I have pasta? Do I have beans? Am I going to be okay? And it's more the survival instincts of living in a society without connection to one another, without communication, that I believe is surfacing in our fears. Um, and that's certainly what I'm noticing is people ringing the doctors. How will I get my prescriptions? My son has asthma. How will I get his inhaler? And so when you say about the French prime minister being given dictation, this is how it's going to be. Sometimes the conflict can be in the not knowing. Yeah. And the fear, isn't it, of what's coming next? Yeah. Absolutely. And a lot of people are choosing to um focus on that i guess or don't feel like they have a choice but to focus on that the media's pumping out as the media always does the disaster stories the catastrophizing the worst case scenarios and and inevitably we get drawn into that because that's how 
a lot of us have been programmed to kind of focus on the negatives and it takes a lot of work doesn't it to kind of look at and reframe and look at the perspective from different situations different perspective if you like but i guess if you're vulnerable like the people you've just described like you're they need the uh, medication for asthma or they've got elderly grandparents or they've got elderly parents even that are in that kind of dangerous bracket over 65. It's kind of, you know, you shouldn't leave the home at all. So this is um, because you, if you do get it, there could be serious consequences, especially if you have an underlying kind of ailment or condition. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of legitimate fear, but mm-hmm. the panic buying you're seeing in the shops mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the kind of... Um, this this fight off or flight mode that a lot of people are kind of engaged in that's not legitimate is it well that that for me certainly comes from an uncertainty of of new circumstances you know how do we react how flexible is our emotional intelligence if you like because are we used to thinking on our feet are we the sort of person that likes to have things set ways and set programs and we go to work and we know where we are right now we are in a state of not knowing and when we're in a state of not knowing our emotions are the things that seem to flare up so it's being aware of what powers do we have how can we turn this environment and this circumstance into one that we can have gains from and maybe really homing into what are we going to do with this is it going to rule us is it going to dictate to us are we going to be paralyzed from this or are we going to pull together as a society as a culture as one human being to another to really pull in our core values of who we are as a person and what we represent because our job doesn't dictate who we are our environments don't always yes they impact but they don't always dictate so i suppose us doing this is about awareness of we can't always control the outside what's going on but can we look at what we can control on the impact that we have on ourselves, on our thinking, on being greater than our thinking, but also the emotional impacts on ourselves? How are we going to take care of ourselves? That's probably the question I'd want to ask, Carl. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think it's that thing about leadership that um, you hear a lot, is that leadership happens when things go wrong. You know, that's when you need to, to, to have leaders around. That's when you need to lead yourself. You know, and now we're stepping into that realm of, well, how are you going to, what sort of choices are you going to make given the context that you've got? And how are you going to dance with this reality that um, there's going to be some restrictions on your life that you didn't have before and some changes? And that requires leadership because the traditional kind of business as usual structures that you're used to are going to fall away. So that's the same for you as an individual, but it's, you know, the structures are going to fall away for your, for your kids, potentially for how you structure your week. And so there's something in here just about being able to structure your life in a way which is going to develop some new habits. But at the same time, as you say, look after yourself and practice a kind of self-care and put those structures in, lead into those structures so that you don't kind of just go with the flow and waiting for the government to tell you what to do because actually what we really need right now is people to make some choices from a kind of rational perspective 
And as you say, thinking not just about their immediate selves, but also thinking about their wider families and communities. Yeah, because this is going to massively be a ripple effect. You know, there are certain things that we're not going to be able to control. We didn't see this necessarily. And there's be, there'll be things that we don't see, but we will be okay. Whatever happens, if, if we come down to those fundamentals of we will be okay, we may just need to have flexibility, have optimism in times of challenge, have self-regard. You know, how are we taking care of ourselves so we can take care of others? How are we going to um, express ourselves in this challenge? Because there's ways of communication. We just may need to adapt and hold an optimism for this part of this journey if you like and it's new to everybody but massively important uh, is our emotional intelligence in this this is an iq this is eq and very much on the eq perspective is you are in charge of this and we can learn eq qualities and we can learn as we go so i think things like this is let's connect let's talk about how Let's yeah. not talk about what if. Let's do the how. I was reading uh, about the um, the crisis in China where this all began. There's the 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 actual word crisis. This is interesting, Liz. Right, the actual word crisis in China. I think we spoke about this before. Like represents the two symbols in that Chinese word. One is danger, and the other one is opportunity which I think is because those are two sides of the same coin in terms of the crisis that we've got now, because the structures are changing, because we're all going to be spending much more time at home in lockdown situation voluntarily at the moment, but maybe it's going to become more mandatory as we move through this phase. We've got a set of dangers, I guess, which is to fall into that fear and anxiety and worry about what the media is pumping out and to kind of think that things are kind of slipping into chaos. But there's also a bunch of opportunities to, develop new structures in our daily lives to even become emotionally, physically more fit, you know, to spend some time working on ourselves and to do some projects maybe that we haven't had time to do up till now because either we've been traveling to work back and forth or we haven't had the kids with us. So we haven't been able to explore different things with them or we've got stuff that we've been putting off for a while that we can actually pick up and do. I mean, there is a bunch of opportunities now that we just didn't have before coronavirus set up. I mean, and some of my coaches are actually talking about loving the shit out of the virus to the point which is like, well, how are we gonna create out of this context rather than, you know, uh, just fall for the media line, which is, you know, it's, it's just, it's all bad. What are we gonna learn? How is this a gift? And it might be early for people to start hearing those things, but from a personal development perspective, and I guess because of the work that we do, oftentimes we're looking to reframe the crisis that clients are bringing to us mm. and say, well, what's the learning in here? How can you grow through this? How can you change through this? And so part of getting you on and having this discussion with you was just to, to bounce some of those sorts of ideas around. What are the opportunities here for growth? Yeah. And a lot of my clients will sit in what I call the bath of shit. If you allow them to sit there, you know, how conscious can we be of our part to play in this in 
yes, it's a crisis. Yes, there will be implications and nobody is um, poo-pooing that, if you like. Nobody's saying that there won't be challenges ahead and there won't be situations that arise. However, if we catastrophize and focus on that, how are we going to live through this? What are the implications of that? Because my honest thought, and it is my honest thought, is how many times do we say, I don't have time? I haven't got the time. I've heard client after client say, I don't have the time for this, or I don't have the time for self-care. I wish I had more time with my partner. I wish I had more time with my kids. Well, guess what, guys? You're going to get the time to spend investment of love, care, connection, which is the real success in life. So there are challenges, but there's also, if we use our optimism, opportunities here to reconnect to the things that are goddamn important. And that's loved ones, that's ourselves, what we stand for, how we want to live. We might just get this time to realign, you know? That's my thinking, Carl. Um, and I, I don't know, it may be very different, male and female, how we, how we come about this. But certainly from my perspective, in the men that I work with, the biggest thing is they are so invested in their work. They are so invested in providing and achieving that they have forgotten to connect to themselves and the power that they hold in relationships to their loved ones and kids. This is the time. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. I think there is an opportunity to reconnect with family, spend more time together and um, go through this together. Um, Also, I think businesses are gonna come under threat, aren't they? Depending on how long this lasts and depending on what type of business you've got out there. And it might be worth us coming back on and doing something around supporting business owners because they're going to need it i think and and how they how we respond as business owners ourselves to the changing kind of pressures that that's going to bring will be useful maybe for people but i just wanted to jump into like talk about structure just for a minute because i think from tomorrow morning people waking up will have a very different sense of the world you know it's like normally the alarm will go off You'll go and get your coffee, whatever, your cup of tea, you get in your car, you go to your office, and all of that's going to change. Like, it's not going to be like that. So, mm-hmm. tips around just making sure that you can live and create this new structure for yourself during the day. Because these habits that we form now, we want mm-hmm. to get into a position where we are creating habits that are going to serve us moving on, and we're not kind of you know, waiting for an extra 20 minutes, 30 minutes before we get out of bed, but we're getting up at the same time and we're eating at set times and we're, there is that structure that's needed, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. And, and needed, new, you know, what, what is going to happen? And tomorrow may be a day where we just take a breath in the not knowing. Maybe tomorrow is a not knowing day and it's trusting in your ability to sit in that right now you know we're going to evolve with this we're going to adapt we always do you know i remember when i first had my child i thought how am i going to do this how am i going to be a mum you know many dads go i don't know how to be a dad you're right you don't 
but you found out you found out how to be a dad you found out how to be a mum you learn as you as you went along and we'll do the same with this and so the learning is maybe the first thing you do is take a breath and realign to you in the not knowing and guess what the air's still there the tree's still there the sun will still rise there'll be clouds in the sky and i know that that can be like yeah but yeah but what about what about the mortgage what about this how am i going to survive what how are we and all that overthinking the bottom line is we can't know anything to be true outside of this moment and if we can stay more there then we're more likely to be able to ride these waves a lot smoother than if we catastrophize in our thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Let's leave it there. I think we'll jump on, do some more of these as the weeks progress and get these out to people quick. Uh, there's lots of great, if you're following stuff on social media, there's a lot of great stuff, people supporting each other. Um, just ordinary people getting together and supporting each other through these tough times. There's also a lot of people talking out there about opportunities that this is going to bring. And so let's stay positive. Uh, let's reframe this to see what benefits this is going to bring, not just to us as individuals, but to wider communities. And let's help each other out there, as Lindsay says, and just keep that solidarity through this time. Think about others as well as yourself. And uh, we'll catch up again soon. Uh, and talk more about this subject so big love to all of you out there let's see what tomorrow brings and uh keep talking keep connecting and we'll speak to you soon bye